G'day, everybody. Welcome to the Trader Club Crypto Podcast. I um, I hope you're not long stocks. That's what I'd say. I hope you're not long equities because um, we're seeing some very extraordinary things going on in global markets at the moment. Now, I'm sure that most of you are aware, unless you're like me and you've buried your head in the sand, uh, we have some extraordinary moves out there in traditional markets. Of course, in my country, Australia, we saw one of the biggest moves we've, I believe, ever seen. Down 7.3% overnight in pre-trading right now on the futures market. We're down about 5% as I speak to you at the minute. Now, this is very, very serious, okay? Most markets globally right now are down about 20% from their highs. This is significant. This is GFC-style activity. This is people losing jobs. This is companies going bust. Uh, This is a knock-on effect into property prices, most likely, uh, based on potential unemployment figures that come out that are increasing, most likely. Again, um, I'm not saying that that has happened just yet, but that knock-on effect tends to roll into other sectors little bit by little bit by little bit, and it doesn't have an effect across the entire financial spectrum. Now, one thing I can say, is that you know a lot of the market is screaming coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Um, but a virus itself doesn't make a market fall like this. Sure, there have been issues in uh, sorry in, in um, what's it called supply lines. I, I can understand that. We haven't seen you know some you know it hasn't overtaken flu as far as how many fatalities has been. It, it hasn't done anything significantly horrendously bad just yet. Okay, so there's nothing there that suggests that this is purely driven by one particular virus. And I'm not downplaying how serious that virus may or may not be. I, I really don't know. But what I'm seeing here is that this appears to be the straw that broke the camel's back when it comes to markets. Um, we've seen an 11-year bull run. I've been saying for a very long time to a lot of friends and family that um, you know it's not sustainable. Markets don't go up forever. Markets won't go up forever, yet they kept on going up. And they kept on going up by the look of things like cutting interest rates. That's certainly what we've done here in Australia. Uh, that's what they've done in the US. That's what they've done in Europe. That's what they've done just about all over the globe. Then we saw quantitative easing as well, which was basically carried through from the global financial crisis in 2007-8. Now, if you recall back then, we had interest rates in Australia about 7%, and I think in the US something like 45 something, something equal, you know, relatively high at that point. So they had plenty of stimulus options to, you know, stimulate growth and spending uh, within the economy. What are they going to do this time around? We don't have interest rates to cut any further. You know, let's be realistic. We're just about flat out done with interest rates. We, uh, we could all print money again, but that could cause some pretty serious inflation. And, you know, if anybody's been out there in the jobs market for a while or you've been working, you'll understand that um, most places we haven't seen, um, you know, job uh, pay or pay amounts, employment rates go up uh, at the rate of inflation for many people. So, you know, your dollar now goes less far than it used to. So that's also an issue as well. I'm a little bit concerned about what they're going to do. At the moment, there is blood in the streets. We see the uh, the ES or the S&P 500 down 7.6%. That's a big, big move. We saw the ASX down 7.3%. That is also a very big move. We saw oil come off 30-odd percent. That is massive as well. 
So we do appear to have somewhat of a perfect storm. Now, when I relate that to Bitcoin, we're down 2.4%. Of course, yesterday, uh, or the last 24 hours, was a very large move, 10%-ish. Bonds are up 8%. Now, bonds, a 10-year note, 8%. That is huge over the last few weeks. Now, that's a market that tends to have a daily range of about half a percent max. A 1% candle is considered to be a big daily candle when you look at the bonds market. 8% in a few weeks, unprecedented. Massive. The last time we saw moves like that was back in the GFC. So we do have the perfect storm. We, we, we do have a lot of the signs that this could get a lot worse before it gets better. And we do have Bitcoin today only down 2.4%. Now, a couple of scenarios for you to consider. One, those that are in Bitcoin that have some money left, uh, that are in there, that have you know got a decent portfolio, that are also trading equities or own equities, um, might want to sell some Bitcoin to cover margin calls or to cover their losses or to pay their mortgage, for example. That's one example. The other one is that we might have a little bit of a rough ride on Bitcoin for a little while, and then all of a sudden, if this does continue to get worse, and Bitcoin doesn't plunge as hard at the same rate of knots as what the markets do, then we could actually have Bitcoin become somewhat of a place where people might start to consider storing a little bit of their portfolio just to keep some of it over there. Now, if that was to occur, and that momentum was to pick up, we could have a good opportunity. Now, as far as the downside potential for Bitcoin, it's always there. It's a new asset class. Could it continue to fall? Yeah, it could. The whole world would continue to sell, 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 sell everything, trying trying their best to lock in cash in a bank that probably won't let them take it out. <laughs> We've seen that happen before. We've seen cash limits. Uh, I think it was in uh, India recently. They said, yes, you can buy crypto, then they put cash limits on what you could withdraw, if I've read that correctly. So keep your eyes down. Don't buy into the hysteria. It's happening, but look for the sneaky facts. Look for the things out there that actually are happening. Is there policy changes? Is there cash bans? Is there, you know, what what are they doing? Not what are they talking about? What are they doing? And we'll see how we go there with our market. Currently, Bitcoin's at $7,849, down 2.4%. Ethereum is at $197.56, holding its ground just on that support level there at around that 194.35. It's uh, it's only down 1.1%. Next XRP is down, sorry, sorry, it's up 0.4%, coming off some support as well, a light bit of support there at 19.8 cents. It's a 20 cents. Bitcoin Cash, $268.30, down 1.76% on the day. BSV is under 200 now, just tapped through at 197.08. It's uh, it's flat on the day. Litecoin, $49.14. It is a decent fall today, 3.82%. EOS, $3 on the nose, down 1.23%. On to Binance, $16.39. It's down 2.89% as we speak. Cardano has broken through that support well and truly now. That support was at 4.5 cents. It's now sitting down there at 4 Cents flat down 5.22%. Moving on to Ethereum Classic, it is the biggest mover in the top 10. It's at 5.88% up, and we might actually get a little pullback into my four-hour cradle zone for a potential trade there. Don't forget, I can trade short. You can trade short if you know how. That's what we do, and this is why we do it. It's up 6% at 6.82. Tron rounding it out is up 0.6% at 1.47 cents as I speak to you right now. And, um, 
Yeah, like I say, guys, uh, these trading strategies that we use, they're there to teach you to trade, long or short. So you need not worry about what the market does if you can act. If you can trade, you can do it forever, and it's recession-proof. So get across to tradercob.com, and you have yourself a gosh darn fantastic day. I shall speak to you again tomorrow. Bye for now.